0: Kate Evans and I'm a life coach and I'm also the owner and founder of Soulful Space, a virtual life coaching and decluttering service. I'm really happy to be here today on Stories of Inspiring Joy to talk to you about what brings me joy or how I have found it in life and it's pretty much going to come down to the willingness to Take the risks that are sometimes necessary to follow your heart, follow your passions, follow your joy. Now, in the work that I do in life coaching, I work with women to help them find joy. These are oftentimes women who are very overwhelmed and feel pretty stuck in life. And we work to balance out their mind, body, soul, and space. So working on that mental and emotional piece, physical health, finding those things that feed your soul, but also taking care of the home that you live in. It's a part that most people seem to miss, but let's face it, if your home is a hot mess, it's kind of hard to figure out yourself internally, isn't it? Kind of feel like your chaotic home when it's chaotic. So... Taking care of your healthy home becomes incredibly important. So that's why I also provide pure virtual decluttering coaching, where we can get to the source of how you got to this place. So it never has to happen again. And that is one of the ways that I actually found joy for myself was through taking care of all of those four areas. But uh, let's go back. Let's start at the very beginning. Uh, In 1974, I was born to two artists um, living on a small farm in Michigan. Now, shortly after I was born, those two artists decided that they needed to get divorced, which was fine. As a kid, I even knew that they were not supposed to be together, so it never bothered me that my parents were divorced. It seemed like a terrible idea for them to... Uh, be together anyways. They're great people individually, not so great together. But they always made sure that I knew that I was loved. That, parents, all of you parents out there, that is the key. You can screw everything else up, but just make sure those kids know that they're loved. So that was my foundation. And then my mom... Was a teacher at a Waldorf school, an alternative private school. So I was afforded the opportunity to go to that school. So I got this education that focused on a very holistic sort of thing where um, art and music were valued very highly, which is not exactly what happens in the rest of our culture. So Between these two parents who are artists and this alternative education, I was exposed to a lot of really great information. So life moved forward and I graduated from high school, went to the University of Michigan and got a Bachelor's of Fine Arts. After university, I moved to Chicago and got a job as a graphic designer. And that's when the blueprint ran out because I don't know if anyone, you know, told you guys, but no one told me, that uh, it was all kind of lined up, up through school and through high school and through college as to what you're going to do. And for me, I didn't even know what I wanted to be when I grew up, but at 18, with art being such a huge part of my life, it was just very familiar. And so I decided I would get a Bachelor's of Fine Arts. Now, I don't regret getting that degree. I love that degree. And those four years were fantastic. But art is not my passion. So there I was in Chicago working as a graphic designer, and I was good at it. And I hated my job. Absolutely hated it. Uh, 70-hour weeks, cried every week. I couldn't do it anymore. And I was a month away from my 24th birthday when I said, that's it. I am quitting this job and I didn't have another job lined up. This is not something I recommend to anybody else, but, you know, at 23, you don't have a lot of responsibilities. And so I was able to do that. The funny thing is, is that within a month, I had regained so much of my health that I, my skin looked better. People noticed the physical transformation in me. and. I happened to have met the love of my life. Now, if I had met him a month earlier, two months earlier, I I probably wouldn't have seen him or I wouldn't have let him love me or whatever it might have been because I wasn't loving myself. But because I had given myself permission to leave that job, I was emotionally available. And thank goodness I was because 23 years later, he's still my biggest supporter. Well, so... I was unemployed and had to figure out what I was going to do with myself. Um, graphic design just wasn't really the answer. So I decided to get certified as a floral designer. Okay. did that. I got a job working for uh, Jewel Foods, a grocery store. Uh, if you're not from the Midwest, you might not uh, know that. And uh, within 10 months, I had learned everything there was to learn in the floral department. So they decided they wanted me to train as a store manager. So here I was, uh, you know, former graphic designer, uh, training to be a store manager for a grocery store. And it was survival. It was not following my passion. But in my mid-20s, I didn't really know what my passion was. And this was what I had to do. So time passed and uh, in May of 2002 I was watching TV and I was watching Home Improvement if you remember that that show and if you ever watched it you might remember that toward the end of the run of the show the wife went back to school to become a counselor so I'm watching TV and it's an episode where she's in her internship and she's um she's doing some counseling and the thought that came to me was I could do that. <laughs> now, I won't even bother filling in all the other thinking and stuff that went on because trust me, like these, these leaps that I've taken in my life, these risks that I've taken, these changes have not been easy. But um, I, by August, I was in grad school. And so I suddenly found myself a straight A student because I was doing something That I love. This was what I was meant to do. I was meant to to work with people, to help people. So I graduated with this degree, and in the jobs that I had after that, everything that I did focused on women, supporting women, empowering women. And it was clear that that was really where my passion lay. And so I was working for a group home as the clinical supervisor for uh, a girls team, and I got laid off. Well, I had an option. See, I had actually wanted to quit that job, but I had this like year and a half plan lined up. And now the safety net had been pulled out from underneath me. So I could go and get another safe job, benefits and all, or I could just go fully into private practice. And terrified as I was, I decided to take another leap And I went into private practice uh, full-time contracting out of somebody else's office. And it was so great. Each one of these terrifying, huge leaps, each one of these risks has been vital to who I am today. And I'm so glad I did them. Now, four years into that, because I'm sort of a person who needs to change things up about every four years, I needed a change, so I opened a practice of my own called Evans Counseling. And again, for the two months leading up to that, I felt like I was going to throw up, but I didn't. And the practice has been incredibly successful. And about five years in, I found that things were kind of going off the rails for me mentally and emotionally. And it took a while for me to kind of figure things out. But one of the things I did for myself was I went and got trained as a yoga teacher. Now I did this because I actually thought that it was going to be beneficial to the work that I did as a therapist, but um, it ended up that it was six months of the most transformative time of my life. It was painful because transformation, growth, transition, these are painful things, but holy heck, this was incredibly important for my development. So I did that, and I continued working on my mental and emotional state, uh, my physical being, um, and I was working on trying to figure out what fed my soul, and I came upon decluttering, and again, big long story behind that, but in the end, I decluttered my entire house over the course of about two and a half, three months, and found out that I was not the slob that I had always thought that I was, and that I was capable of more than I had thought that I was. And I could actually have a clean kitchen. (laughs) These were huge things. And so I ended up with a house that I loved instead of this chaotic mess that I sometimes really hated. And that then became more of the foundation for me to continue looking for the things that feed my soul. And soulful space was born again, another risk. I mean, I already had one successful business. Why open another one? This is nuts. But I needed to do life coaching where you focus on solutions. You focus on the future. You focus on strengths. Frankly, in therapy, we're kind of looking at the the past a lot and we're kind of looking at what's wrong with you (laughs) instead of what's right with you. And so Leap after leap, risk after risk, I have built my life and I have moved toward my joy. That is what I want for you. And I am telling you today, please, whatever the risk is that you're afraid to take, do it. Please give yourself permission to have that thing. Give yourself permission to have joy. Give yourself permission to have love. And it will all work out in the end. Just keep taking care of yourself. So that's my story. I hope that that inspires a little something in you and that you're ready to take a little leap of faith. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much to Sydney for having me here. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard. And we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.